Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special episode of the Classroom Matters podcast with me, your host, Christy Houle. And for this episode, I am just delighted to have my friend and colleague, Tim Gore, back with us again. If some of you uh, that have been following the Classroom Matters podcast since the beginning, uh, you probably remember a few episodes that Tim and I did uh, called Coffee Talk with Tim and Christy. Well, today we have some really exciting news about the Educate.Today organization. And so Tim is on the show with us to talk a little bit about some really cool stuff that we have coming up. And we wanted to make sure that all of our listeners knew all about it. So Tim Gore, Executive Director of Educate.Today. Welcome to the show, friend. Well, hello, friend. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. I know it's like a reunion almost. Exactly. My gosh, you'd think we'd ever talk to each other or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are here to talk about something really exciting and really important, I think, to the listeners. As many of you know, this podcast, uh, the Classroom Matters podcast, is sponsored by an organization um, called Educate.Today. And those of you that are faithful and loyal listeners, hear me talk about Educate.Today and all of the wonderful resources. Well, Educate.Today has some wonderful news. And so Tim is here to kind of share in that news and give our listeners some information about some upcoming things that the Educate.Today organization has for folks over the next couple months, but also a little bit of new information about um, the Educate.Today organization, because you know, um, those of you listening, and I know you know this, Tim, but over the years, we have had a lot of folks come on the show. They talk about wonderful resources that, you know, there are um, online for parents and for kids and for teachers. And so that's really what this podcast is about. It's about sharing ideas and resources and all things education with our listeners. So what better way to talk about the Educate.Today organization than on this very show? So Tim, why don't you start by giving our listeners a little bit of a background about who you are, what your journey as an educator has been, and the journey of the Educate.Today organization? Well, sure, Christy, thanks. Um, I'm a retired educator myself. I taught for 28 years. My world was high school speech theater, social studies. I was a high school speech and debate coach for a long period of time. Then I moved to middle school and taught gifted kids uh, and did both those things. And I taught in small districts in the state of Missouri and large urban and suburban districts in the state of Missouri. So it was nice to do that for 28 years. Loved it. Still think of myself as a teacher with what we do with Educate.Today because Educate.Today was born from a variety of programming we were doing, which were live interactive programs with kids and student groups across the country, which I began with our partner organization, HEC Media, after I retired. And from there came the website where we wanted to give all of these wonderful first-person resources to teachers across the country. So we're excited about what we've got to offer folks, and we're, I'm just thrilled to just still be able to be doing the work. Okay, so I want you to explain um, to those that are listening, what are the live interactive programs that you started with? How, you know, sort of what did that look like? And what do you mean when you say first person resources? Well, we began by doing um, live programs that connected students to people who were doing in the real world what they were studying in class. So we would have programs with engineers that we were talking about STEM concepts. 
We went to theater productions if we were talking about theater concepts. We went to uh, a quarry and saw uh, a quarry, a rock explosion live and talked about the science, the technology and the engineering and math behind it. The folks who put the explosion, the safe explosion together demonstrated it. We did the explosion live. All of these live interactive programs where student groups were able to join us live, ask questions of the experts. And then those programs were, of course, archived and made available for people to use anytime they wanted to. And that's what we mean by first person, that students are learning from the individuals who are doing the work. It's a primary source. Most people think of primary source as history, right? It's gotta be the fact that I've, I'm reading somebody's journal entry or their diary from 1862 as they talk about what it was like to live in Alabama during the Civil War or something. But a primary source exists in real time, all time. And it's the fact that there's a person who's sharing their perspective directly with you and what we focus on is what people do, how they do it, why they do it, and the curriculum concepts that students are studying in class, how they come to life then. So you're talking about engineering, you're interested in that. We've got programs where we've interacted with the bridge engineers who are building a span across the Mississippi River where we take those concepts and bring them to life and they share their expertise. First person resources put you in touch with the folks who are doing the work in the real world, give you a perspective that's different than you can get from just reading about it in a book or watching an explanatory video because they can give you some insights into how it is to actually do that operation. Put yourself in that mindset. One of the things I always thought was really cool as a teacher is to have kids think like a blank. So when I was teaching history kids, I wanted kids to think like an historian. If I was doing a science lab, I wanted kids to think like a scientist. Obviously, if I'm teaching theater, I want kids to be actors, think like actors, think like directors, think like people who are producing a play. It's a professional idea. And that is what they get then when you connect them with primary sources. They get the chance to meet people who are doing that on a daily basis and learn additional insights from them. And plus, it's just the coolest thing in the world for me to meet all these interesting people. Yeah, I was going to say that. You know, I know that you've got to meet a lot of really interesting um, professionals, a lot of interesting folks that are not only doing the work, but have had experiences. You know, um, if you go to the educate.today website as it, as it currently is, and we're going to talk about that, um, the change that we're getting ready to see with that. But if you go to the website, you're going to not only see and hear from the people that are doing the work or in the field, but also there's so many great resources about history and mm. about folks that lived in a certain time. So talk a little bit about that first person experience and how students can benefit from hearing from folks that have experienced these, um, you know, traumatic life events or great life events or historical life events. Well, that's near and dear to my heart since I'm obviously a retired history teacher. But we had a whole series of programs we called History in the First Person. And our goal was to connect kids to folks who had lived the moment. So Programs with World War II veterans. Um, oh my gosh! I remember we had three veterans in one program talking about going, uh, being part of the Battle of the Bulge, describing what it was like to be there in the wintry weather. Wonderful programs we did with a marvelous woman, Sister Mary Antonia Ebo, the first one of the first three black nuns in her order who marched in Selma, Alabama, following Bloody Sunday. The opportunity for kids to hear directly from those folks who are involved in civil rights movements, wars, recent events, as well as long longer events back in time. The folk, the, we had six engineers who helped build, who were actually part of the Mercury capsule program, designed it, were to Cape Canaveral at the time, right? Uh, when it originally launched and all that. Plus, of course, even more recent history. History is ongoing. So people who fought in Desert Storm, people who've recently been involved in Iraq and Afghanistan, immigrants who came from Somalia after their crisis or Ethiopia. The goal was to just always let kids see 
into what was history to me is just the story of life. It's the story of humanity. It's fascinating. And it's fascinating because it's all about people and people are fascinating. And so when you let kids hear from those people and get to see the emotion and the excitement and the maybe it's terror, maybe it's thrill, who knows what it is related to the event, it comes to life in a way that's much more impactful, I think, than they'll ever get just from reading about it in a textbook. Yeah, and I think that's what I've really uh, I've loved about these resources, you know, coming from a teacher's perspective, an administrator's perspective, a homeschool mom's perspective, and just a parent of three children that have all these different interests, the emotion um, and the inspiration that you get from these videos, especially those that, you know, when folks are talking about a certain experience or event, but even the emotion and the inspiration that they get from people doing the work that they love and seeing the passion about a job or a career that you just can't get from reading about it in a textbook. Um, so dive into a little bit for us, some of the changes that are coming to the website. And I know there are some exciting things happening. What are folks going to see? Um, what are some of the new things coming up for Educate.Today? Well, it's still going to be called Educate.Today. So if you come frequently on, you've always been coming for a couple of years, the website URL remains the same. But for those of you who are new, it's Educate.Today. And we're excited about a number of things. One, we've got four. Shall we talk about video series? Should we talk about the four new video series, Christy? Let's yeah, talk please. Let's talk about video series. Let's talk about video series to start with. Um, we're, these are these are new programs that we'll be bringing out on a regular basis. New episodes will be, I think the word is dropping. We'll have new episodes dropping every month in each of these areas. Um, our resources, as you all know, are for grades 3 through 12. Everything is aligned to standards, not just national standards for the curriculum organization that you may be a part of or you may be teaching in, but also individual state standards. So teaching in Alabama or Kansas or Kentucky or Hawaii or Maine or whatever the case would be, you can find out how our videos link to your standards. But our video series, um, we've got four new video series. Let's start with um, Off the Shelf. As a former elementary school teacher and language arts teacher, this is our virtual read aloud series. Talk a little bit about that, Christy. Let's hear about that. Okay, well, I'm so glad you asked me because it's like I'm kind of, you know, a, a little bit biased when it comes mm -hmm. to that because I absolutely love this new series. So the Off the Shelf series is going to feature uh, authors of children's books. And the authors are not only going to be talking to the children and about, you know, why they wrote the book and, and, and engaging students in some classroom instruction about their book, but they're going to be reading their book aloud. So you're going to actually get to uh, not just hear a great read aloud, but you're going to hear a great read aloud from the author of the book. And I also think that on occasion, some of the authors may even have the illustrators with them to talk about that process of the book as well. So I'm really excited about this literature series uh, off the shelf. It's going to be a great way for kids to interact um, with their classroom, with their teacher about the process of writing, about the concepts of stories, about the lessons we learn in stories, and just to be able to sit back and relax. And who doesn't like to hear a good book read, um, especially if I can have it read to me by the author? I know. I'm excited. It's the ones we've recorded so far that will be available when the website launches are going to be really nice for people. We're going to have a series called I Remember, which uh, follows up with what we're doing, what we were doing with History in the First Person. But these are short, wonderful videos from people across all walks of life, young, old, born in 1927, born in you know 2007, the wide range, sharing, you know, their 
responses to specific events or life changes. You know, we've got people sharing like what it was, what it used to be like when you actually had to dial the telephone. There'll be students out there, I'm sure, who maybe never seen a dial telephone, never even knew what that was. Of course, we've got folks sharing their events of like going to war or, or, or whatever the case would be. So there's there's major events, but it's more than that. It's the idea that history happens every day all around you, and people are responding to that. So I'm excited about that because kids will see a variety of people sharing about a variety of things. And I think it's not just great for your history study. I think you can use it in a – well, all of our resources are designed to be used in a cross-curricular way. But I think you can use it across curriculum too, and you can actually engage in projects with your students to follow the same example. Have them create videos getting memories from people. That, I think – our I Remember series will be fun for people. How does that work is our STEM-oriented series, which is just what it talks about. How does that work? We go to experts and find out what it's like for a specific machine to work, a specific concept to play out, whatever the case would be. So we're interested in seeing science, technology, engineering, and mathematics come to life. And so if you don't understand how a compass works, like why does a compass always point north? Duh. If you, well, you're going to find that out in one of our videos. If you're interested in finding out, you know, how a recycling system works or well, one of our cool ones is on vermicomposting, which is all about using worms to create compost for yourself, where you're going to find that out. So, again, that's a cool science and STEM series we've got going that I think you'll be able to use in a lot of ways. And then last but certainly not least is kind of our liberal arts series, Have You Ever Wondered? which takes the idea of the who, what, where, when, why, and how questions and just says, you know, we've got some big picture questions here. Have you ever wondered about, well, let's find out. And those are the questions we ask people who engage in the work. So have you ever wondered, for example, why we know so much about dinosaurs, even though no one's ever seen one? There's no photos of them. Well, we've got a paleontologist who's going to share that with you. And you're, we're going to find that out. And, and the questions are going to range across the gamut of all sorts of curriculum areas. So you can use that across the curriculum too. We're really excited about the series. They're short, exciting, um, very specific videos that you can use somewhere in the two to five minute range at the max. You can use them in a lot of different ways and students can use them on their own. Oh, which is probably something we should talk about with the website as well. Anything else on the video series though, Christy, I forgot to mention you want to chat about? No, I think that you pretty much summed it up. I'm excited. I mean, I, I already know the video series and I know a lot of the stuff in there. But as you're talking, I'm like, ooh, I need to go back and <laughs> watch some more of those because it's it sounds really exciting. And before we move on to some of the other great features that folks are going to find on this uh, new uh, refreshed website that, you know, I, I know they're all going to be excited to jump on and try out. What are um, some other features when you talk about who can use the website? Kids? parents, homeschool parents, private school. And what's different about this? It's not a curriculum. No, that's a really it's not a curriculum, point. right? But what it is, and I'll let you take it from there. What it is, is phenomenal video resources that you can use to supplement the curriculum you're teaching. Our perspective is that whether you're a homeschool parent, you're a private school teacher, you're a public school teacher working with students, you're the best arbiter of what your curriculum is, right? You know what you want to teach, how you want to teach it, why you're teaching. You know who your students are. So we're not trying to recreate your curriculum. We're trying to provide you high-quality video resources that you can use to bring certain curricular concepts to life, to let your students see what it's like for these first-person individuals to do X, Y, or Z, or to have lived back in X, Y, or Z time, that kind of thing. So it's for all of you who are interested in helping your students learn, whether that student of yours happens to be your own child because you're 
a homeschool parent, or because that student of yours happens to be the, the fifth grader, the 10th grader, or the 12th grader that you're teaching in a school environment. You will have access to the website, and then, of course, so will your students have access to the website through your membership. So you'll be able to join the website, and then you can have students join the website as well, so they can have their own ability to enter the website. We have a classroom account system set up where you can actually put in video assignments for your kids, send them the links to the videos so they know what videos you want them to watch. Kids can go in and research for themselves, and it's all a totally vetted non-advertising environment. So once kids are into the Educate.today system, as it were, the website, all they're going to see are, are the videos on the website. They're not going to have to worry about any kind of advertising, and all those videos will have been vetted by us, our Educate.today team, or all videos that come because we've done them with first-person experts. They're all aligned to standards. They all link to specific areas of curriculum that are being taught across the country every single day in homeschool, public school, and private school environments. So we're excited about that. We really think it's important that you don't only have access to the resources, but so do your students, because one of our basic fundamental principles is that we think students learn best when they're able to have a real impact on their learning. They need to go in and do the research. They need to go in and, and be able to use these videos. Oh, I guess that's something I should mention. One of the cool new features we're going to have is not just the ability to stream videos, but there will be the ability to download videos. As we launch the website, we have well over 2,000 videos in the, in the streaming video collection, and well over 1,000 of those videos are also available for download across the curriculum area. So what does that mean? It means, one, you can download them yourself as a teacher or a parent because it's easier for you to use them and to watch them and to have them that way on your computer or wherever you want to put them when you're working with the students. But through your teacher membership, if you download the video, now you can provide that video to students as well. Our agreement that says specifically that, te that teachers can download them, give them to students for their use. Students can watch them on their own. So now you've got kids who maybe have a bad internet connection at home. Great. Provide them the video on a thumb drive. You don't have to worry about the inter connection, internet connection. They can't tell you the next day that, oh, my internet went out and I couldn't watch the video. No, little Tommy, that's not true because I was able to give you a copy of that video. Now at least the dog will have to have eaten the computer and not the homework. So... They'll be able to watch it any way they want to, whenever they want to. But more importantly, they can then, with our agreement, use those videos in their own projects that they create. So if it's a classroom project or something you're doing made for an educational contest, your kids are involved in a science fair or a history day contest or who knows what the case may be. The licensing agreement that you would agree to when you become a member says you can use the videos and students can use the videos for classroom projects and educational contests. And so now kids get to take what they've learned, let's say from Sister Evo, as she describes what it was like to march in Selma, Alabama in the 1960s. And in the project they're doing on the civil rights movement, actually use a video clip from her, put it into their project, and, and you begin to see kids come to life and thinking in different ways because they're not just learning now, they're trying to help other people learn and understand as well. So they're becoming teachers themselves, they're becoming critical thinkers themselves, they're engaging in creative thinking because they're able to take these video resources and not just ingest them to see what they can learn, but then to do all sorts of cool things with them to see how they can make this information interesting and valuable and viable to other people as well. And that creates higher level thinking skills that we think are really, really important and so we're very excited about the fact that you'll be able to download videos and use them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, as you're talking, Tim, I'm also thinking about we're addressing a lot of things with 
with parent, you know, homeschool parents and teachers and and private school um, folks. And I and I'm just sitting here thinking, wow, what a great resource this would be to have for. I know a lot of times when spring break comes around. I know a lot of times when summer break comes around. You know, and your child might be a little bit resistant to you know getting on a website and doing curriculum and answering questions and you know all of those type things because we want to keep our children engaged even in downtimes. This is such a great resource to just supplement, enrich, and log them into something that is exciting for them just to watch. And I don't even think they would know that they were learning. They're just enjoying it because maybe they love roller coasters and they're deciding to watch our engineers who's, who built roller coasters. I mean, those are exciting videos. That's you know cool stuff for kids to want to watch. So I think it's so great to have a resource that is really a supplement and something that is enriching to just what kids are learning on a daily basis. That's right. Supplement, enriching, letting students just share and explore on their own. You've got kids who are fascinated by a certain subject. You want to offer them extension materials. Just, just You've got videos that they can go watch. Maybe they do something with it that becomes a wonderful project. Maybe they just watch them because they're fascinated by them and they want to do that, right? It's like, you know, you want kids to read books? Let's just read books. You want kids to look at videos you to, that deal with subject matter that intrigues them. There's lots of places they can go. So we're designed to supplement your curriculum, enrich your curriculum, because you're the expert in the classroom. You're the expert parent in the homeschool environment. You're the one who knows where the kids need to go. And I think it works really well for individualization uh, and differentiation. Because now we've got a whole variety of videos that you can use for kids in different ways. And you can think that little Susie needs this additional work so I, she can look at these videos. But Tommy wants to go this way and he can go to those videos. And if they're not tied to a curriculum, if they're available and useful just as independent videos, which all of ours are, then that means you can really differentiate with students about how you want them to be utilized. And kids can do all sorts of cool things because of that. So we think that's really exciting. Well, Tim, it sounds really exciting. I know we've probably said the word exciting uh, a lot of times during this podcast. However, I know we should have like a little word meter where they go ding, ding every time you say a word. Um, but thank you so much for being with us today and, and let folks know again where they can find these great resources and how they can get in touch with you if they have questions or concerns or they just want to reach out to you and chat. Well, the new website's going to launch in May 2022. We're excited about it. The URL is educate.today. Um, and of course, if you want to reach us at any point in time, we're available via email at info at educate.today. That's info at educate.today. And for heaven's sakes, let us know. We want to hear from people who utilize our materials about what works well and what might be some cool new things we could add. And well, maybe here's a little tweak we should make. All of that's really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for everybody listening, as you know, um, well, maybe you don't know, but I'm going to tell you, you can also um, continue to listen to the Classroom Matters podcast at educate.today if you aren't already doing that. So that's another little bonus that you can not only get us on our other podcast platforms, but you can also get us at the educate.today website. So Tim, Executive Director of Educational Initiatives for Educate.today, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we look forward to all of the wonderful things that I know are going to be coming up. Uh, for the organization this year. Um, so it's great having you on the show today. Great to be here, Christy. Thanks so much.